Good morning, everybody. How are you doing today? I hope everyone is doing well. Calendar-wise, this would be Monday after Father's Day. So I hope everyone had a wonderful, safe, and blessed Father's Day. What does Father's Day mean to you guys? Some of them and some of you enjoy the time with your father or your father is already gone or or you are fathers. My father's gone and I have two girls, and I and of those, one has one daughter, and the other has two boys. And Friday, my one daughter with uh, with my granddaughter, they came up to my house and. They wanted to fix me a special meal. They wanted to catch some catfish in my pond and cook it up. And they wanted to do something for me, um, which was very nice. It was very special. Even the attempt to attempt it was uh, special. You know, it showed their attitude and their heart. Um, but we couldn't catch any catfish. I don't know why those boogers just didn't want to bite. I think it was a little too cool for them. But we had fun fishing. We had fun fishing and uh, hiking and just doing things around. And uh, my little granddaughter's three, and oh my God, that girl. Jeez. If you know what wide open is, and you turn the knob to where it says wide open, well, you just crank it a little more. That's her. She is wide open and then some. That girl can talk and is always just running full of energy from the time she gets up to the time she goes to bed. She is wide open. It's funny. I have a little miniature dachshund. And uh, she would run and get up on my lap because Carly would just pick her up and wrap her arms around under, under her front arms and drag her around the house. And, but Ginger would run to me and get on my lap for safety, and Carly would come up and say, but she wants me to hold her, Papa. Like my dog is communicating with Carly, you know? It's so funny and precious, you know? But, you know, what are our children, you know? Um... 
we all have children that are uh, close to them and some you aren't close to and some are doing their own thing and some include you and some don't include you, you know? But you know, I, I look back on my youth and I try and think about the things that I did when I was close to their age, but I was in the military. I was around the world. I was in Germany and traveling and you know, I, I had the tiger by the tail. I was taking on the world. But the generations are different today. I, I do remember when when uh, holidays and, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all the different holidays. Uh, I did honor my parents, you know. I always called or I didn't always send the card, but always communicated with them and you know you never really think about how your parents looked at you or thought about you we always think about our what what we want you know we know best blah 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 but when you get to be the grandparent you're looking back you know, we're, we slowed down a bit, we're wise, and we value the little things. You know, twice it says in the Bible that when, Mary, when it was referring to Mary and, and Jesus as a baby, she says that, and, and once when he was in the temple, said that she stored these things in her heart. So one logical thing to say is she stored them in her heart because they didn't have um, cameras or phones or, you know, photo albums or anything like that. It was the only thing she had. Very possibly, very possibly... If Mary was a journaling type, which I doubt because I I doubt Mary could even write. But it would be possible that somebody may have kept a journal back then. But they wouldn't have survived. But it'd be curious to know. But we but we we think we store these things in our heart because they're just so precious to us. You know, your your favorite little moments in your head that you remember with your children. You know that... I don't know. I remember teaching one to shoot a gun and I had to hold the gun up for her and I remember... Her smile. I remember once when when she was having to have the medical procedure done, a, a scan, and I told her to be that, be still while they 
put an IV in, and she just laid there and didn't move and, and looked at me and watched the tears roll out of her eyes. They stuck that needle in her arm. I'll never forget that. And you can't take the pain away from your children. Or the good times. Every day I come home and the other one, the oldest one was Sarah. I mean, Malia was having a procedure and Sarah, when I come home from work every day, she'd be there to jump off the couch and ambush me from some place in the house and wrestle and have fun. And now, older in life, you sit back and you watch your grandchildren. And, you know, it's funny that this is their first rodeo, my daughter's that is. They don't see all the things that we see, you know. You, I look at a grandson and I, I see the image of my grandfather in him. I see his mannerisms, his expressions, and in my daughter, my granddaughter, I see. Same thing for her for her mom. I see the energy, the wide open fun, the little <laughs> the little mouth that that just never says things like you just you can't comprehend it coming out of the mouth of babes, you know. But the same things repeating cycles. Repeating cycles of life. And yet, you know, we take all these in, we store them in our heart. Your memories are all that you have. And you know, they say, can't take an education away from you. That's the one thing you can earn and nobody can take away from you. It's the same with your memories. Nobody can ever take them away. But I'm here to tell you, Alzheimer's will take them away. But make those memories while you can. Love those babies while you can.
hide from bed. Anything ever happened to him. But we live in a crazy fallen world today. So crazy. Teach them. Teach them the way to survive. Teach them Teach them how to hunt and gather and make a fire. Live in the outdoors. Pass your knowledge on to them. Teach them. Raise them up in the Lord. Give them a good foundation. Psalm 127 verse 3 says, I'm going to read it out of New Living Translation. I know some people have objections to that translation, but you know what? If it's what sounds better for what I'm trying to say, and some people understand it, then I say use it. God speaks in all translations. So in Psalm 127.3 it says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward for Him, from Him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gate. What does that mean? I mean, we know that what it means when it says children are a gift from the Lord, they're reward from Him. But what about children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hand? You know, a warrior is usually a young man. And arrows are ammunition. The more arrows, the better. The younger man will prevail against his enemy and so will a man full of with a lot of children or with children he, he will prevail against oh against the world I guess against the generations you see you can have all the money you want and you can build everything that you want but I'm telling you right now, if you're a bad man and you're mean to your children, the day you're put in the ground, not much more is going to be said about you afterwards. People aren't going to utter your name except in shame. But a good man will be spoken of for generations. You know, they don't just speak about George Washington and all these other people forever and ever. They speak about grandparents. My grandparents and great-grandparents are known to my children. 
And my children still speak them. My grandparents. Because of the good things that they did. And who they were. And their good name. So when you buy that big, 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 big tombstone and have it set up there in the cemetery and it takes over two or three plots, have your big old name chiseled out for everybody to see, it don't mean nothing. When you die, you're reduced to the legacy that you have left in your children's mind. You are reduced to a memory. You can establish scholarships. People don't care about you down the road. All they know is that whatever scholarship gives them some money. They don't care about who you are or what you were. Your name is breathed on in your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren and your great-great-grandchildren. Is your name going to be a good legacy? Or is it going to be one that very rarely rolls off the mouth, off the lips of your children and grandchildren? When your children and grandchildren speak of you, are they going to say, Grandpa was a good guy. He taught us these things. He took us camping and hiking and having fun. Or are they going to say, he was a grump. Always angry and yelling and screaming at us and drunk all the time. Take some time today. It's the day after Father's Day and reflect on the kind of father that you are. And if you need to pick up that phone and make some phone calls, it's never too late. never too late to say I love you but when they throw that last shovel of dirt in I'm here to tell you there ain't no more do-overs this is Pastor Chip God bless y'all I hope you have a blessed day and I look forward to speaking to you again soon